0: blog talk radio hi there i'm mary eileen williams at feisty side of 50 radio and this show is a celebration of baby boomers who are embracing life as we grow older and one of the best ways to do that is by sharing our time our values and important ideas with our grandchildren so that's where today's guest comes in Lauren Tarshis is the New York Times best-selling author of the I Survive series. These adventure-filled, values-driven books explore major moments in history and other life-altering events through the eyes of children. Lauren's joining us today to share all about her latest book, I Survived D-Day 1944. Of course, this is incredibly timely, and I am anxious to get going on it. So welcome, Lauren. Thank
1: you so much, Eileen.
0: Well, it is a pleasure having you on the show, and I have to say, your book is fascinating and inspiring. But before we get into the specifics of "I Survived D-Day, 1944," I'd like to begin with you giving us a little general general information about the entire "I Survive" series.
1: Sure. Well, what I do, I've written – the D-Day book is actually the 18th in the series. Um, What I do is for each of the books, I take an important, sometimes iconic event from history like D-Day, the American Revolution, the attacks on Pearl Harbor, 9-11, the Titanic – I do an enormous amount of research Um, I travel always to the Places that I'm writing about, I work with Historians and scientists I read primary source documents And letters and memoirs and go to museums So I I learn everything I can about the event and then what I do Is I create a fictional character and And a fictional Story that I place within the historical Event because what I want to do is I want To grab kids' attention I want to pull them through the historical Event through the eyes of a character that they can connect with so that's really the that's the premise of the series and my goal is to engage kids who might not really ever think they're interested in history um to you know of course teach them about these important events a lot of this you know the theme of the whole series really is resilience um and then hopefully to launch them to engage them so much that they're you know thinking of ways that they
0: want to learn more about the topic as well. Well, I got so excited. You can maybe hear me choking, but, <laughs> <laughs> excuse me, Vaughn. But uh, really, I mean, and one of the things that struck me is the Brothers Grimm aside, and their their stories were rather sometimes a little dark so to speak but you really have taken subjects that might otherwise be dark and somewhat well I don't know frightening but you've created a real inspiring message through these so what I mean I I know you want to talk about resilience and all that but what in your own life do you think drew you into these kinds of adventures well that's a really great question I mean
1: I think I was not a reader when I was when I was young which is sort of ironic because (laughs) I spend so much of my time now talking about reading yes but um, I think that stories can be so unifying. I think that stories are such a wonderful point of connection between, you know, people in, at this time and, in, in, in unfortunately, in our country when things are so, you know, fractured and people are afraid to talk about things. I think that the stories of our history that showcase, you know, our values as Americans and our shared history have a very, I've, I've witnessed. It's been wonderful to feel, to see how they can bring people together, as you said, how I know one of your missions is to bring the generations together, so that has certainly been a really fabulous experience to me to get so many emails from grandparents and to learn that, you know, grandparents are, and their grandchildren are going on trips to Gettysburg that the kids want to take after reading one of my books or oh. to Mount St. Helens. Um, so so the the mission, you know, my that's really what got me into it is, the idea that um, these are really important stories. And just because a child is not, does not sit around and pour over encyclopedias about history, and just because maybe they're not even readers, maybe they're sitting and playing video games, I have found that kids are fascinated. They want to know. So my job is to create stories that are going to grab them and, um, and then set them off on these journeys on their own.
0: Oh, Lauren, I love what you just said, because I, I will speak for myself, but, you know, the dry history and, you know, blah, 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 date, this happened, blah, 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 you know, that right, that right. is a big turnoff for a lot of us, but you humanize it and put it, again, your you know, the in the events, but through the eyes of a child that your young readers can relate to, I can see how they get really excited about these, these moments in history and other events.
1: Well, that's what I tell the kids all the time. I say, kids, you know, you know. So many of my readers who write to me, they always say, I, you know, I have no interest in history, and I didn't really like to read, but, you know, I'll read your books. And what I say to them, you know, is history is not facts and date. You know, it's very flattering. History is not, you know, facts and dates. History is stories. And I say to them, you're part of history. You are going to be part of history, your life. And I always challenge kids. I visit so many classes and schools, and, I, you know, I'm, I'm in touch with so many kids, and I'm always telling them to go home and talk to their families. Find out what your family's connection to history is. Maybe you didn't have a grandparent who fought it, you know, who was part of Pearl Harbor or D-Day, or maybe they didn't fight in Vietnam, or maybe they weren't up close to something but you know where were they when you know they every we all remember where we were the day john f kennedy was assassinated or we remember where we were when we heard that the mountain mount st helens had erupted in 1980 so this is the kind of thing i think that gets kids to think about their families and their lives in a different way
0: well, it's so inspiring. I really appreciate you sharing that information with us. And I, I did want to ask, though, because I really want to encourage my generation grandparents, and especially with this particular book, since many of our parents did fight in World War II, to find out more about your books. But do you have a particular age group that you focus on? Because we don't, you know, we want to make that age appropriate Definitely. as well. The, you know my the sweet spot of I
1: survived is really third, fourth, and fifth grade, but I also have you know readers who are struggling or reluctant readers who are older. And I have parents you know who write to me and say that they're sharing some of the simpler stories like the Titanic, for instance, with kids who are younger. So um, it does have a it ha- does have a pretty um, a, a pretty wide age span, but I think it's really nice in that third, fourth, fifth grade range. I think it's really perfect for that.
0: And I also want to add about you, Lauren, because in addition to, of course, being a highly acclaimed author who has written, I think you said, 18 of these wonderful books, but you're also the vice president and group editor of Scholastic Classroom magazine. So you, you know, when you write, you, you know how to present the information in a way that is going to inspire and educate your readers.
1: Well, that's what I'm trying to do. And I mean, that's been, you know, Scholastic turns 100 next year. And so we have this long history in the magazines that I oversee. That's really that was the founding. Um, those are the founding businesses of Scholastic, and the inspiration of our founder, who's the father of our current CEO. Um, we've only had two CEOs in a hundred years. Um, it was to provide a magazine that would help children understand the world and themselves, so they could become more. They could be more contributing members of, of our democracy. So very much that mesh, that mission is still very much. Very much alive um, for for all of us who are lucky enough to work at the company in that division.
0: Well, you just gave me goosebumps, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to say because um, we've only got a couple minutes left, and I've just enjoyed chatting with you so much. But tell us a little bit about this latest book, "I Survived the Battle of D-Day, 1944," and your hero, your young hero, Paul. Paul is a boy who's 11 years old,
1: living in a in the the, the village of lorak in normandy which is a fictional village very much inspired by the villages i visited when i was there on my research he has been living under nazi occupation he does not realize that his mother is in the resistance he does know that his father is a prisoner of war in germany and that his best friend gerard was taken away by the nazis with his family because gerard is jewish so you know paul is at a very hope, hopeless point when we first meet him but his life quickly changes it's the eve of d-day of course he doesn't know this um, He finds an American paratrooper in a tree. Um, This is based on real experiences of people I met when I was in Normandy, survivors who were children who are now in their 90s who remember, you know, being in those villages the night that American paratroopers started raining from the sky right before the invasion. So Paul finds himself completely caught up in the events of that, those pivotal events, Um, and, of course, it has a very happy ending. (laughs) All of my books.
0: Oh, (laughs) <laughs> Lauren, that is wonderful. Well, you certainly have inspired me. Before we run, and again, we've just got a little time left. But let our people, our, our listeners, know where they can find out your website, where they can find out more about you, and right. my, look my, at these fabulous array of I Survived books.
1: Yeah. So luckily, my books are are you can find them pretty much everywhere. They're on they're at Target, they're at bookstores, they're at libraries, they're on Amazon. Um, and my website is my name, LaurenTarshis.com, and you have, there, I have a lot of free resources for kids and parents and grandparents, of course, um, that, you know, that I like to additional, additional resources, videos, things I can print out, posters that are available for free on the website as well.
0: Well, I want to urge everybody out there to check out your website and take a look at these books. And I want to thank you, Lauren. It's been a real pleasure to interview you and get to know more about the I Survive series. Thank you so much. It was wonderful to talk to you. Well, and as I mentioned, uh, these, these books really they, are, they are, bring value-centered, uh, historical information, educational information, and a springboard to really have those deeper kinds of discussion with our grandchildren. So please, uh, uh, for you out there, take a look at Lauren's website, the I Survive series, and you're going to learn a lot yourself, I have to say. I know I did after reading this latest book, and these books are going to impart wonderful values to your grandchildren. So until next time. This is Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio saying I'll catch you later. Bye bye.